joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone. Welcome to An Hour of Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I am your host today. And today I have a really special, unique show um, today that I'm going to bring to you. It's going to be completely different than all the other shows. If you've been listening for a while, you're in for a treat because I have two fabulous guests with me today. And we're going to take, I'm going to say it's going to be a very unique journey. And as we get along in the show, you'll understand why I'm calling it a journey. But today I have Rhonda Lanier as well as Barry Lanier. And Rhonda, I want to tell you a little bit about Rhonda first. Rhonda is a prophet a luminary, a medical intuitive, and she's a renowned healer. And she also um, has been known to help uh, heal people that have been suffering with problems from addiction uh, for many, you know, for many clients worldwide. As a medical intuitive, she has been compared over and over to the sleeping prophet Edgar Case. Now, um, Rhonda founded a non-medical paradigm, which she calls self-healing uh, experience that um, proves immediate access to the state of enlightenment. And the objective is the sanctity of inner peace, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, what we all seek, you know, in our, our life and our journey here. And, and let me tell you a little bit about Barry because Barry and Rhonda go together. Barry Lanier sold his partnership in a very successful ad agency and gave up his entire life to join Rhonda in 1993. And he joined the work. Um, he became enthralled with it, was deeply touched and changed by by as by it as he watched um you know people predictably and miraculously be healed by Rhonda's presence very beautiful beautiful story and so in 1999 Barry married Rhonda isn't that beautiful and out of his love for her and his um and him uh you know his commitment to her and her work and the human bond that they share um he changed his last name to Lanier. So that's beautiful because, you know, as usually what happens when people get married is the wife takes on the um, the husband's last name. But this is such a beautiful, beautiful story in that an opposite has happened. And they've both been able to change and miraculously heal people's lives. So with that, I would like to welcome both Rhonda and Barry to the show. How are you guys? We're, We're just fine. terrific. Thank you so much, Rochelle, for that beautiful introduction. Yeah. Thank You're you. Oh, you're beautiful. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Well, it just warms my heart to not only have one fabulous guest, but to have two fabulous guests. And and the beauty of this is that we're doing it on a day of love. So, you know, to have you two as guests on the show and the love that you have for each other, I can feel it through the transmission of the waves, but I'm really telepathic that way. But I'm just hoping that others listening will be able to pick up the vibrational energy of just this true essence of the beautiful love that you guys share. And so what I want to do is, because I know this show is completely different than what the listeners are used to, and I, I want to really do, I really want them to, to go on this journey with with me as I journey with you guys, um, I just want to jump right in and ask you, and I, you know, whoever wants to answer or however we work this best, I'm, I'm free flowing, so that's okay. But what I want to ask is, I know you guys, or Rhonda has this um, called, um, and I don't want to, I'll, I'll let you guys explain it, but it's called she, the, the you know, the letters S H 
E. Can you guys explain to the listeners what that is? Um, the self-healing experience, oh, Rochelle. Sure. The the self-healing experience um, is abbreviated um, to she, and it's an acronym, and it's where I physically in the experience, non-physically as one, become an author. So it's the dualism of what someone comes in physically to receive and non-physically or infinitely, what prevails is an intelligence that allows obstacles to resolve that stand in the way of inner peace. Rhonda, if you explain what the self is, self, the self-healing experience. Self, Rachel, um, is, and all the listeners, um, is spelled differently than the physical self. It is abbreviated at the end, and the last letter that makes it plural is in parens. So um, it's spelled S-E-L-F, and the S is in parens. And the parens represent the physical body and nature of what any life or form born in a body is, and the S is the infinite self that is unmuted through the experience that is offered. Wow, that's beautiful. So now with with regards to the she um self-healing experience, is this you know, I, I like to equate things as a journey because you know, we're all here and we all have our own unique path and we all have our own unique purposes to fulfill in life. And with the self-healing experience, is it unique to each individual and what they're going through at that particular moment in time? Yes, absolutely. The self-healing experience is really an undefined experience that becomes defined by whatever the life is before me or in a group which I will synthesize all as one. And one will instantaneously be enlightened because you are enlightened. It's just unmuted through the experience. And whatever it is that you need to hear to repair or be led to comprehend how you can transcend whatever it is that people standardly outgrow that is out of control in their life or where those revolving door patterns are. But in direct answer to your question, it's unique to the person at the time they're here and nothing, there's no template. You become your own non-physical specialist in whatever regard. So it's not through any perspective or lens, Rachel. But what happens is, um, Rochelle, um, (laughs) is that Rochelle, that one will become their own non-physical specialist, but it relates back to everything you're ripe to achieve physically. So, Rochelle, what occurs is one's cup will never run it over or be under the mark you need to be able to understand exactly what's going on and why through metaphor, through whatever it is. I just reiterate or reflect whatever it is within you that people have difficulty seeing with the physical eye, if you will. No journey can be greater than what already is within life that one seeks greater than mm-hmm. within their self. Wow, that's so it, beautiful. It positions you right in the center of what you know, and that's what I trust implicitly. So now when, you, when you're when you working with someone, say, with a challenge, whether, um, you know, people have all kind of addictions. I mean, you know, when we think of addictions in the medical community, we think of, you know, uh, alcoholism or drug addiction or things of that nature, but people have all kind of addictions: gambling, shopping too much, spending too much money, you know, all that, all, all all kinds of things, eating too much, you know, things of that nature, or actually the addiction of denying themselves the right to enjoy life, and and, and I believe that truly is an addictive behavior as well. When you when they when they come to you and you you know you open up the essence of basically enlightenment within them, um, what 
it, does a person, are they at a place, and I'm, I'm going to just I, bear with me here because I know this sounds kind of silly, but are they at a place, but I guess what I'm trying to ask is, does that person have to be no, at that place no, to receive? No, okay. no, they don't, they don't. Because when I first started offering my services, if you will, back mm-hmm. in the 80s, I specialized in addictions, and as the work evolved, that became a smaller and smaller and smaller part mm-hmm. of what occurs today. So now it's not even the objective, but indeed people do or they're motivated to schedule because they're addicted to alcohol or addicted to whatever the substance is or whatever else is out of control in someone's life with relationships where someone feels as though they keep on going and going and going and the calendar pages keep on flipping forward and they're still in that snowdrift. So what happens through the experience is they outgrow what becomes irrelevant. And how they outgrow it, because it's a time ubiquitous experience, meaning someone's whole range per birth to demise and for some prior to, will be um, spoken of sequentially and phases that allows people to hear whatever it is and how they need to hear of the different kind of pixels, if you will, if I Mm -hmm. speak in a metaphor, that makes up that picture within. But um, Rochelle is perfection, so if you strive for it, it's folly in a physical way, but people are success. People are love. We need not strive to be any greater than we are. And through the experience, people leave in awe of themselves. Wow. Wow, that's that's just 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 beautiful. I mean, I'm so in tune tuned to you. I'm, I'm vib- um, vibrationally in tune to what you're saying, um, and I just know that what you have to offer today to the listeners is is just going to be profound. My my thing is, you never know who you may be touching. You know, you never know what soul you may open up to a beautiful, beautiful experience or awakening that they may not even known. You know, was going to occur or could even foresee when they started their day out today. So that's why I wanted to let the listeners know that this is more of a beautiful journey. As you know, I help them travel down their path to bliss. This is just one of those beautiful elements that I'm bringing in to hopefully awaken some sleeping soul out there, you know, by having the connection with you. So I, I, I just think it's just absolutely beautiful what you what you say. Now, with regards to, you know, the tremendous and empowering and beautiful work that you do, um, or that you feel that you know you're you're the trans the conduit for. Um, tell us, you know, about you know when a person is feeling you know so overwhelmed and and overloaded and just you know just feel like they they just can't go anymore you know go on anymore and then they're just at their wits end but you know they're not I want to I don't want to say they're like suicidal or anything like that but they're just really really in a down down state what is something that you see with people like that and I know you've come across you know people like that what is something you see that um, you can share with the listeners that may help them to uplift themselves and become awakened to this beautiful essence that really truly still resides within them that's just kind of hiding in the closet due to all the stuff that's going on with them. Well, people are not what they become. People are in a perfect state and in an undefined state when someone is just born They just are. Life just is. Not what it then becomes defined by or what it becomes judged as. And when people hear whatever it is that their system, through poetic verse or whatever it is that they are hearing through me not speaking in um, metaphors that is unmuted through them, Mm -hmm. so it's through them, back to them, through my voice only, brings them back to the center point that they are. Many roads lead to the same place. That's why this is a template-free experience, and I am not coming from a particular direction. I have no expertise 
greater than becoming their reflection that they see reflected in a way that is articulated. Mm. So the understanding is that when people, people basically self, S-E-L-F, with the last letter, again, it's self-plural with in parens at the end, mm-hmm. their self heals their self or leads them to comprehend what it is that is causing and what has caused. It's not what happens, but why. And because it's not coming from a particular place, direction, or lens, it doesn't come from any perspective-based position. Mm -hmm. It comes from the center point where they become all as they are one. And through that, so it could be um, anything from an organ of the body, what's going on, what happened in terms of an emotional trauma. Um, but as in, in tandem, their system is amending what they're transcending in ways that they understand being brought to that point in time or those times in ways that one's destiny is happening in the now because time is ubiquitous. So wherever Rochelle is, um, your time is different than Eastern Standard Time, it doesn't make <laughs> yours wrong and this one right or this one right and yours wrong. If in Europe, you know, whatever it is, everyone's truth differs when it's perspective-based. And one person's truth is another person's lie. That's why there's no such thing as physical truth when it's through one perspective or lens. The only truth is that there is one life that lives. But when it becomes, we only know what our reality becomes and how we witness it. Uh-huh. We didn't have the zones. What time would it be on the moon right now? We're yet to be discovered doesn't negate it exists. So when it was stated one's destiny is happening in the now or the eternal now, uh-huh. Rochelle's destiny is right there somewhere within the universe in ways that you are. Everyone is a microcosm of one macrocosm, which is universal. So if you look at any life that lives, singularly, even a cell, you will understand all life complete as far as the composition and what composes what manifests as a life. Wow. So I, I like I like how you weave that together and and you know kind of summed it up with um, really truly we're all connected and we're just one aspect of this big beautiful quilt I'm just gonna say and um, and what we do sometimes or, or does not affect others but. We're all connected, and when we become aware of that, we're all connected. We're not just operating singularly, you know, like a lot of us think. Then you you open yourself up to a bigger a bigger flow of essence and connectiveness, and knowing that what you do or what someone else do can potentially awaken you know awaken your spirit within you. So I I, I love that. It, yeah. It's just and, uh, beautiful. And also, Rochelle. What occurs is it's not just saying that to someone so they understand it. They go through it. Right. And they become the universe that they are. And when they're in the center of what then occurs that they latched onto or that became relevant or that they felt the need or the desire or the urge to engage in, it loses its re- They outgrow it. So the idea isn't to have somebody stop and to tell someone, this is how you stop, that's basically coming to me as an expert, which I'm not in any one area, but exactly what their system calls for that allows not just the obstacle to go away, but for them to be able to hear their own self, infinite voice. Wow. So now... You know how we have people, and I, and I, I've seen it in in my career, and I know you you have too, with regards to how people take things, and and it's not it's not any fault of their own. I think we all do this at some some point in time in our life, but you take things that happen externally that you really have no control over, 
but it occurs in your life. And sometimes you hold on to some of, you know, some things and you internalize that. And then what happens is you have, say, a medical illness or a disease that manifests from you internalizing this something and whatever it is that you you really can't control how how do you help people to see that this is what they do and how to move past and get beyond that their system has all the answers and all the questions too and some of them are rhetorical so whatever it is that their system knows and that sacred math invisible infrastructure of how to be able to demolish what they need not and embrace what they need in a way that becomes crystal clear. That is always the individual, like the fingerprint, part of the uniqueness of each experience in a way that one basically will produce what becomes one self-narrative. And whatever that is unfolds, Truth need not be prepared for it to be truth or it just becomes a version thereof. And there is never any preparation needed by them or me for the experience to occur because it's not searching for something that is not within them. It's getting rid of whatever obstructs from them being able to realize what they are. So whatever those layers are that need to be peeled back into what degree and ways will be like falling leaves and they will not feel exposed but they'll feel centered and free in whatever constricted them previously. Wow. I, I keep saying wow and I'm, I'm so sorry listeners that I keep saying that but um, I, I just feel the essence of what Rhonda is sharing with us and and I really want you guys to understand how profound this message is. I know some of you guys, it'll be just, you know, like, you know, we're going down this path. It is a beautiful journey. And you're kind of just in the car, so to speak, riding along in the back seat and not really taking in the essence of all that's happening or trans transpiring as we're taking this journey with Rhonda and Barry. But there'll be some of you that'll be in the front seat or that little kid that's still in the back seat, but looking so anxiously out the window and absorbing all the essence, all the little things that she's saying and really, really enjoying the experience in the moment of the journey that we're, that we're, you know, bestowing on ourselves today. So um, just, just hang in there and just listen and absorb the energy and the essence of what she's saying because I know that what she's saying is is touching at least several of your lives out there and it's going to make a profound difference and change from this moment forward and, and that's what makes it so beautiful because it's a unique experience to each and every one of us. Now, with regards to... You know the work that you, that you've done and and the things that you've seen. Tell us just a little bit more about the um, the self, the self. Mm-hmm. Tell us tell us a little bit more about that, so the okay. listeners can gain. You know, I want them to gain complete understanding. Okay, again, the self that we're referring to is the non-physical self that's pluralized, mm-hmm. with a, that's plural, with a parens at the end. So um, the S is the infinite self that is the experience in the non-physical regard that it is. The only physical part is someone's in here and on physical um, in 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 on the planet, but what prevails is anything but physical. It just relates back to it. And what occurs is, Barry, I'm actually going to let, because I know you're anxious to speak, <laughs> um, and why don't you explain, Barry? And by the way, before Barry explains, you're beautiful, you're giving, Rochelle, you're generous, and three make a trine in ways that will be sent out there and you're you're just um you're beautiful you're really beautiful and i love you thank you i love you too i almost want to cry thank you so much uh, <laughs> okay barry step in before i start crying <laughs> the self is, is something very special that that actually came through Rhonda a number of years ago and uh up until that point it what it 
the, the work went on, but it wasn't understood to the depth at which it's 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 been understood lately. And and self is the essence of what Rhonda is. So she's actually been known as self, and and now when she is in the mode of uh, lack of a better word, working with people, it's the self-healing experience and Rhonda Lanier as one, as she and the experience become one. So it's, even though it takes place in a physical plane, mm-hmm. as far as her and the client being together, what what is transpiring takes place in a non-physical plane, but everything that's spoken all of the beautiful and exquisite information that comes from a client, they don't speak it. They're silent during this entire experience. Rhonda has the unique ability to perfectly reflect the truth of whoever is before her. So all of this information that comes up for the client during the experience, and by the way, the experience takes place not only in person, but also on the phone. Mm -hmm. The difference is when somebody is in person with her, this predictable miracle that is spoken about transpires. On the phone, they will hear the same information that they would in person, but in person they'll actually move through whatever the obstacle is that's prohibiting them from attaining the sanctity of inner peace. And that's what this work is about. So regardless of what somebody comes in for, they're they're just coming in for the experience, the byproduct of the phenomenon that happens in Rhonda's presence is that they outgrow whatever that obstacle is. So the obstacle could have been alcohol, it could have been an eating disorder, it could have been a relationship issue, could be anxiety, it could be a host of addictions or anything else that's going on in one system. Their system understands, and that becomes the primary focus of this experience. But getting back to self. So self is everything that exists in this planet and the universe. And we're all, as Rhonda... Well, there is a definition There is a definition for self, and um, it always redefines itself. But, Barry, you can read that. I'm sorry? You you can read the, to the listeners what the last definition of self is, as it always is constantly redefining itself. Well, I'll actually just make that available. <laughs> I get all of the words. Correctly, huh? I, I, I read the definition because it's, it's a little long. Bear with me for one second. No, no worries. It's also no wor- an infinite intelligence that prevails, and the parens at the end of s of self when it's plural mm-hmm. uh, represent the physical body. The infinite self is the macrocosm that becomes through an intelligence a finite life born in a form, whatever the body is or visible or even invisible within a body as a cell is able to tell a story in an isolated way. And through this intelligence, what occurs through the experience is that everything that someone knows in a way very different from the thinking mind, so the intellect, the age, it's ageless, timeless, and gender-free, if you will, Mm -hmm. will be where the maternal and the paternal and everything, and then not just all living matter, but all living kind of matter of facts um, that prevail will be through what is archived within any occurrence or thought be accessed through what they ultimately hear. And proper English is not observed because there's no past tense, present tense, or future tense. Everything exists in the looser now. So basically, time stands still in a way that is very different. That's why it's a time-accelerated experience because all time becomes one time in ways immediately they can access through going back in time per their birth and prior Mm -hmm. to if so be the case. 
I don't believe in anything except reiterating whatever it is their system knows. And the reason why proper English isn't observed, it could be one long run-on sentence, or I could stop midway in a sentence if their system stops. I become like a player piano, and nothing will be embellished to be made harder, softer, or through my mind, or then the experience could not or would not be. So the strength and the power comes from them as the softness and the sweetness as such, and it's highlighted and composed by them. After the experience, everyone produces, when they come in in person, um, a self, infinite, um, protocol. Mm -hmm. And simplistically, there are things to avoid, things to incorporate, most particularly how they work in tandem. So it's not a this-for-this, that-for-that approach. Every, if we speak as in metaphors, every thing that is in their protocol becomes pixels in a picture that make up that composition or notes in a musical arrangement that becomes their original composition. And however it's calibrated is not through me, it's through them. That's why it's perfect because it doesn't come from a human, it comes from what is non-human within them that relates to the human they are. So now, when you're working with someone, because I, I, I know you, you like, and it seems to me that it's more powerful, um, or there's a bigger shift. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to discount any of it because I think it's all beautiful work. But I know that when you're physically in front of a person and you're working with that person, the synergistic energy and the, you know, the, the divine flow that's flowing through you and that person unite and you're able to help them. Do you? Do you see, I, I, and I know you do, so it's kind of a silly question, but just bear with me. Do you see the shift that takes place in them as they see the shift taking place in them and recognizing what's happening within themselves? Well, because I do not see but become one with them, uh-huh. the process for me is not about seeing but being. So okay. there is no separation point. They basically meet themselves through my voice. So. I don't look for any signs or see anything um, before they do. It's just it. I become their echo. So whatever is voiced within them, I receive, and they conceive and they receive only through my voice what they hear and what then reshapes and changes whatever it is they become, they have become in life, and they go back to the point of what they are. Um, and in terms of being able to, even on this day, um, to um, love, pure love is what exists. And pure love is very different from love that belongs to a life or that the life um, basically states or feels they love. Um, Love is total. So pure love or the ultimate um, or the epitome of pure love is to look at any life equally as a part of what and who you are and to love all that exists equally. It's a hard lesson for human beings to love mosquitoes or reptiles if they have a fear, but that's pure love because It's in the center point of judgment-free love that doesn't need, it's motive-free. It just is. And people meet that within themselves that would be able to attain it, but for all intent and purpose in the forum of them coming in, they receive the love they are, and it's genuine. It need not be spoken to be. And they're positioned and centered in what basically becomes through love their truth that unfolds and whoever said the truth will set you free mightn't have been so far (laughs) off Um, but the motive is not there other than because again perspective-based truth is not what one sees under a microscope somebody else will see differently under a telescope even something as awful as an atrocity from a victim standpoint is indeed and The perpetrator might have a completely different take on the matter. But the only truth is 
the center point of not looking at it from one position, but being centered in that it just happened, and that's it. Um, so the the process brings them to that point where they don't where they do not need whatever the mind has told them they do because they become one with an intelligence that supersedes all intellects and anything they could have learned, subscribed to, because that's only coming from one position. So, 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 um, as you're working with a person and it seems to me that you, you become one with this person and by you becoming one with this person and connecting with the, you know, the divine energy, this allows that person to actually hear their own voice and hear their own self, so to speak, which they may have had deaf-muted ears before. It's like you open up this conduit, this you turn on the switch, and it um, amplifies something that they have never been able to hear before. And is that, and, and I guess what I'm saying is that's when the shift is able to take place because they're actually able to hear their own unique self. If, am I right? Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And it can be multiple shifts. So to be able to disconnect from one, what one needs not or is stuck in a time warp. They're, then they are positioned in the eternal now. We can learn more from, instead of the experienced people, or the people that we look up to or people put on pedestals, mm-hmm. to, a baby, to a new life. They know they're here. They don't know even what their name is. They don't know what they will soon be defined by. They just know that they're here. They don't know to love or hate. They just respond to whatever it is that it is to be in the moment. People forget that and then have to read books about how to learn how to be in the moment. Right. Um, So to go back in time when things were at a different position before the mind started to take over is a beautiful place and it exhibits freedom. So the understanding is to become the love you are. Whatever you do in life, it's very, very important, not what you're doing, but why. It's W-I-S-E to ask many, W-H-Y-S's, if you will. So the understanding for people listening is anything that you're doing in life, wish to embark upon doing, ask yourself why. I want to run this marathon. Um, I love to run. It's it's great, beautiful scenery, good reason. I want to run it. I want to get the medals. I want to prove it to myself, my mother, my brother. But not such a good reason. So right. Never, and plus, you never can strive to attain anything that won't expire and will be lesser than the success you are within. And that's your starting point. But people always feel as though they need to seek to find what then expires, even peace. There's no such thing as peace that can't change by an occurrence, a bomb, a war, or whatever it is that disturbs that peace, but within in chaos, it's there. And that is what we're speaking about when it's referred to as the sanctity of inner peace. And there is no one direction that can allow someone to get there greater than what they are. To become something before you do it, then is motive-free. It's not to do Tai Chi or yoga, become the yoga, become the Tai Chi. And then everything else just becomes the formal expression. Wow. Barry, do you have anything you want to add to that? (laughs) No, that's... (laughs) How could I do that? (laughs) One of of the things I do want to state, though, that when people come in here or when they call on the phone, we don't ask them for any background information. All we need to know is their name, address, telephone number, and essentially why they're called or why they're coming in. Because anything that they would say will get in the way of that pure truth that is reflected within them. So if Rhonda knows any history or background, it, it, it could get in the way of, of pureness. So people are amazed that just by being in her presence, all of this information comes up. And when she said, you know, from birth to death and sometimes prior to, that's what happens. I mean, when somebody was in here yesterday, information about him when he was 
I guess, nine months old or four months old or 12 years old came forth, which uh, may or may not have a, a distinct uh, influence on why he was here, but that information is something oh, but that, it his does. System, that his system wanted him to hear. It, it all, it's all connect the dots that make up the pixel and get rid of the dots that pollute the picture in ways that they embrace their own purity and get past whatever it is that created toxicity and that's ambiguous. Let me ask you, because, you know, Barry just brought up something <clears throat> as he was speaking that kind of, um, you know, made me want to ask this question. With regards to all the people that you've worked with and, you know, all the wonderful healing that 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 has been allowed to occur and transcend through through people, do you see when you're working with people or do you feel or tap into the, um, you know, issues? I know, for instance, when I was in nursing school and I did my psychiatric rotation, a lot of things that manifested as people aged or became adults or, say, teens to adults was due to something that happened to them traumatically when they were children. And they may not even remember the specific event or they may remember the event, depending on how old they was. But it, brought, it, it allowed this toxic type of dark negative energy to encompass their being and their mind and their spirit and really, you know, contort them, so to speak, as they, you know, travel down their path or their journey as they begin to age. Do you see or are you able to tap in? I know you're able to release it because you allow the person to become whole within themselves again. But do you see that as something that is more profoundly present with the people that you work with and you're able to help? Or is it you know, not as much as I'm thinking, but I'm thinking that that probably has happened a lot. Do you see that? Do you feel that? Well, what I feel is what they feel at the time I am speaking it as I'll become one. And because I don't see anything out of one lens, but all through the lens that reflects everything. So every theory, it's it's like this. There is, even in science, there are, always disagreements of who's right, who's wrong, from Newtonian to Einstein to... So all science becomes pre where science was even born or needing to be born. Um, that's what is seen from math, um, psychiatry. Um, it's where everything is seamlessly and lives in their system will pull up whatever it is that might be more prominent indeed in some per what you were referencing and not in others. So if you really try to see something and need to squint, it becomes a strain. So there's never any archaeological digs as mm -hmm. far as digging into. Everything is reflected on surface level, and if it goes beneath it, only to that point that their system, that's why it's non-intrusive, because it comes from them. So there's no guesswork and there's no trepidation as far as that I need to humanly walk with to be able to present something to them or even look to acknowledge that I know something that I'm seeing. I know nothing until I reflect. That's why the metaphor of water, Rochelle, is used. We can learn so much from water. Water just reflects. Mm -hmm. Water doesn't um, say, okay, this reflection is better than that. No one ever disputes with water and says, you have my nose wrong. You have my people trust <laughs> water. And perhaps that's why it's within them. Water doesn't know how to do anything except reflect the truth that is there. The only difference is it's articulated so it's, an audio, it's an audible reflection, but it does coincide with their inner portrait, who they are, their landscape. Poem mantras come up, sounds like a poem, calibrates like a mantra, um, seamlessly is one that tells through inside foresight and hindsight how someone can be well. The beauty is, and there's no strain for me, is because all of the information is just there, and whatever they pull up that they need to access, there's no borders on whatever is available because 
all the information that exists that would be universal mm-hmm. would be depicted to some people might have um, pull up the exact nature of a urine analysis or blood work or right. what's going on in ways that was that they thought you know was over but there's still something going on or what it's connected to and on multitude uh, multitudinal levels so what occurs is it's not um, just a physical, mental, spiritual. Um, it, it it surpasses the definition of words because it's pre where those words even came from. So it's pre life and after life right. in ways it meets the life in the eternal now. Now, do you do you see um, or experience? I, I think experience is a better word. Do you experience? Um, similarities with regards to um, blockages that people face. For instance, I I guess what I'm trying to, is there a commonality? For instance, with regards to medical conditions, Mm -hmm. say, you know, I know there's some people out there that say that people that have cancer or, you know, cancer is manifested in their bodies, whether, you know, they have a terminal diagnosis or they're able to heal themselves or whatever the case may be. Cancer is manifested in their their physical body. Do you see a commonality or feel a commonality when you work with, you know, people of these various types of cancers that is, I want to say like a reoccurring theme for these people, a reoccurring blockage that needs to be removed? All of the blockages that have been named and brought forth, and many or most that have not, are accessed through their being. So if we look at how few notes there are on a piano, and yet how many tunes there have been composed and will be. So the arrangement of what causes someone to be able to hear whatever it is that's different can come from, if we think of if the piano had infinite keys, how many different configurations or compositions then could be heard in Mm. ways that is profound. So nothing is right, nothing is wrong through this work. There's no good, bad, black, white, left, right. Everything is whole within itself and seamlessly that their system will like a compass or a magnet, but this time not going forth but within themselves, understand and it will be spoken, but only to that point. And then all of those connection points that will cause with everyone it being a with everyone producing many or a few variables of what becomes their sacred math or what becomes or leads them to all numbers equal the number one within themselves, right. one infinite self and one finite being. So um, the commonalities and the distinctions or definitions that become those differing insights or through studies stating that this could cause or has been proven to cause or good for, this can be a contributor or a precursor or something to aggravate. All of those exist, and then all of those that a system will discover, and then through the protocol, but it's not this for this, that for that, their system will pull up what become the individual pieces of a mosaic. Okay. You know, so what note is the most important in a musical composition? What pixel makes up the picture? It's the collective way that then as all become one picture, their system will access. But never what they're not ripe to achieve and conceive that they receive through the experience. Wow. Wow. Sometimes what someone doesn't even know is going on, their protocol might make less likely or resolve, but it's not by me saying, aha, this would be good, this will help this, this will help that. That's called a system of knowledge that normally has a name. Right. So, mm-hmm. 
Wow. So they become their own, when they say non-physical specialists, it's all specialists as one, only per what the voice is saying could be oral in the next breath, you know, um, cardiologist, podiatrist, gynecologist, and then it can go to one best. And people realize their purpose, too. Many people want to strive to be like X, Y, or Z, right. or to attain knowledge that this one has, or that, or to learn something that they're greater than what they are. But people understand that their purpose is perfect. No one has a greater or lesser purpose than anyone else, right. because basically we're all one body and one disassembled parts that are imparted with what's infinite that becomes the non-physical invisible structure that is oneself, plural, with yeah. the last letter in parens at the end of that infinite body of knowledge or body of intelligence that becomes the manifestation of what is then in a body. Wow, that's beautiful. I, I just got this picture of a little cell and, um, you know, all the little the little aspects within the cell, you know, the mitochondria, the DNA, the, you know, all these little things so that, yeah, that work within the body and, you know, they each have their own little function and whatever that little function may be and whatever their energy is or what they absorb at that particular moment in time is how they operate. And basically, if one is not functioning, I'm going to say, quote, unquote, at an optimal level within the cell, then that that unequivocally affects how some of the other processes within the cell or some of the other little structures within the cell work. And so I can, you know, as you were talking, I could totally see what regards to, I know that everybody comes to their own unique health and wellness challenges um, individually. We all have different things that go on in our life and within our body and within our processes and how we handle things. But, you know, yet we may have this commonality of this quote-unquote disease terms such as, you know, heart disease or cancer. But we all uniquely got there, you know, individually. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, and so as you're talking, I see, you know, I just saw these little cells and, and all the, the structures within the cell, and it just makes perfect sense that we're all connected. You know, we're all connected, and what's in us internally is connected. And when we, I think, open ourselves or allow ourselves to take the smoke screen off our eyes or our mind or our, our egos or whatever the case may be, when we open ourselves up to that and let that little crack open up, we're able to really, truly open ourselves up to this vast amount of healing and abundance and beautiful well-being that um, that we may not be able to see or been able to experience before. And sometimes you just need a catalyst like someone like you to just help us work through that. And I think that is just, oh, work my gosh. And get right to it in the center point. And every cell and every organ holds all other cells and organs and the intelligence that's within everyone else's cells and organs in a way that all the information is accessible. You need to trust yourself. Some people get confused and downtrodden because, you know, there's too much, you know, what to believe in and how to put it together and how to realize it. But that need not be. Sometimes life needs to get very complicated to get simple. It's usually what, it's not what we need, it's what we need not. Oh, I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat that. You guys did that. If if you didn't post it, <laughs> everything I say winds up being through you. And now Rochelle is the satellite to be able to receive the information you are. Oh, that's so. Oh my gosh, I I almost want to cry. That's so. That's the second time you've done that to me, Rhonda, today. And I I don't usually have those emotions that come up, but that is actually just really, really beautiful. And we're getting at the end of our time. I can't believe time went by so very fast on this beautiful journey. But I want people to know about the center, your healing center, and, and, and you know, where it's located. And right, We're located, Rochelle, in, in Newbury, Massachusetts, which is about 35 miles north of Boston. Mm-hmm. You can reach... They can reach us. We're in the sanctuary. The sanctuary, so. but they can reach us at Lanier.com, L-E-N-A-I-R.com. And when they come here, the first thing they should do is just go to the section on our website that talks about miraculous self-healing. Mm-hmm. This is this is a miracle that takes place 
all of the beautiful words that Rhonda spoke, for the clients, what they hold in their hearts is that they experienced a miracle. It's a predictable miracle that happens and has happened over and over and over again for clients since 1987 as they report and write about their beautiful journeys and experiences and transformations and they write about on the, that on the website and you know people should start there and just just understand how miraculous it is and, and how easy it is to experience Rhonda Lanier's presence and the beautiful vibration that they experience when they're with her. Well they again they meet themselves through me like water I reflect and there's always or usually an ellipsis, the road that leads one to what is within that is indeed great. And you're, you're a sweetheart. You are oh. an absolute, real, you're a sweetheart, and it's cathartic to cry. That's why you release a chemical that you don't need in any way. So the rain is beautiful, and without it, we'd have a drought. That's right, and I love the rain. And, and it's so funny because I'm not a crying person. I don't. I don't cry. I, I, I don't know what it is, uh, but I've been like that since I was a little kid. And, um, I mean, you know, I have some emotions that come up and things of that nature, but I'm not a crying person. So the fact that just this time that I spent with you in um, the beautiful essence, I'm so tapped into your vibrational energy. And I, I don't want people to think, oh, my gosh, she's going woo-woo on us. But but that's just how I am. I'm, I'm very telepathic. And I used to deny that about me and very intuitive. Um, and I used to try to suppress that. And I'm at the point in time now, I don't want to suppress it. I don't want to deny it. I want to recognize it because it's so beautiful and it's unique to me. And so for you to pull that out of me, it's just like, oh, my gosh, this is just never, so beautiful. Never reject anything that equates with your beauty and all you are. So to really feel completely centered in all you are and be an R or self with an S at the end in parent self-centered is very different from ego and being self-centered that means you're centered and all life complete and pure love that you are and i know and um this has been beautiful because you're beautiful oh thank you well you guys are absolutely fabulous you're beautiful and 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 like i said i you guys out there listening please you will you will get the information you go to the site i will have the website posted the, their website is absolutely beautiful. And when you click on the website, just you will get this profound sense of just peace that comes. At least that's what I experienced. And I know that if I experienced it, there's others out there that will experience it as well just by clicking onto the site and not really necessarily reading the information, but tapping into the energy that comes through, the beautiful colors and, and all that. Tap into that and then read the site and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. I, I know you think I'm just mouthing words here, but go experience it for yourself. And then I want you to contact me and contact Rhonda and Barry as well with regards to what you got, what you picked up when you visit their site. And, of course, if you want to work with them or go visit the beautiful sanctuary and their healing, their place of healing, I highly suggest you do that because in our today's society, there's so much healing that needs to take place. But in order for us to heal the world, we really do have to start with healing ourselves. And, and once you do that, then you open up and you're able to give and, and be there and be in your true essence for all those that, that you love and care about and that you want to work with and serve. So with that being said, I'm, I could go on and talk forever, but I have to close this show. So I just want to thank you, Rhonda and Barry, again for such a beautiful, beautiful journey that you've taken us on and a beautiful experience. I'm sending beams of love from my heart to yours. So I hope you're feeling it all the way across the United States since I'm way on the other side on the mm -hmm. West Coast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like petals right of flowers. Yes. Oh, and right back to you Thank in a you. way that let that become contagious. Yes. Thank you so very much. And you guys, I, I really do hate to end the show, but as always, I'm going to thank all of you guys for listening. It's been, again, a beautiful journey that we've been able to take here. Something very, very different, but so very much needed. And um, I am, you know, Rochelle Lawson. I'm your Blissful Living host. It brings me cheer 
just pure pleasure to be able to do this each week for you all. And um, again, thanks to Barry and Rhonda Lanier for their beautiful, beautiful journey that we've been able to be bestowed upon today. I know it's going to have profound effects on so many of your lives. And with that being, I'm going to say, may I help you to bring peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. And have a fabulous week, everyone. And thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.